Do you have an idea for a podcast, but you don't know where to start? Maybe you're overwhelmed by all the tech or you're convinced nobody will actually listen to you. Well, I'm Shauna Game. After nine and a half years as a professional podcaster, at this show, everyone's talking money. And 25 million downloads later, let me tell you the secret to a profitable podcast. It is building a solid foundation, your podcast roadmap before you launch. That's why I created the Podcaster Class, a fast-paced group cohort podcasting for profit eight-week style NBA program. The Podcaster Class is immersive, comprehensive, and insanely motivational. If you want to create a podcast, DIYing a launch is just not the way to go. In the Podcaster Class, you'll get the tools, tips, and strategies to create a podcast that resonates with listeners and one you can be proud of. Get this. 90% of podcasters never make it to episode three. That's 2.8 million podcasters who just quit. So to be a top podcaster, you only need to publish 21 episodes, but you got to make them good. So in the podcaster class, I'm taking the mystery out of how to create, launch, and profit from your podcast so you can create a top 1% podcast just like this one. The May cohort is now open for enrollment. Classes start May 22nd. There are only 15 spots open. You are going to learn podcasting with me and 14 other amazing people. You can learn all the details at thepodcasterclass.com. Use code podcast when you sign up for $100 off. That's thepodcasterclass.com. I'm going to be real with you. Identity theft is on the rise, and you do not want to wake up one morning and discover that your bank account has been emptied or you're overdue on credit cards you never even applied for. We talk about this often on the podcast, but you don't realize how much of your information is available to scammers on the internet and how susceptible you and your family are to identity theft and fraud. I know, it's scary, but now you can get your data removed with Delete Me. That's why I personally choose Delete Me. Delete Me is a subscription service that removes your personal information from the largest people search databases on the web and in the process helps prevent potential ID theft doxing, and phishing scams. I just started using Delete Me and I got my regular personalized privacy report. (laughs) I was shocked what they found and removed. It was pages of information about me that I did not want online. Here's how it works. You sign up and provide Delete Me with exactly what information you want deleted, and their experts take it from there. I cannot tell you how relieved I felt to have Delete Me. And you know, it's also a great service for your parents or grandparents to help protect them from identity theft. Delete Me is not just a one-time service. Delete Me is always working for you, constantly monitoring and removing the personal information you do not want on the internet. Take control of your data and keep your private life private by signing up for Delete Me, now at a special price for my listeners. Today, get 20% off your Delete Me plan when you go to joindeleteme.com slash etm and use promo code etm at checkout. The only way you get 20% off is to go to joindeleteme.com slash etm and enter code etm at checkout. J-O-I-N-D-E-L-E-T-E-M-E dot com slash etm. Go to joindeleteme.com slash etm and use code etm for 20% off. Hey, I'm Shauna Compton-Game. This is Millennial Money. And if you plan to travel at all this year internationally, you're going to need to know about these passport changes for 2017.
kind of take that little blue book that a passport for granted. And, you know, I've had a passport for literally as long as I can remember. And it is certainly your literally your passport to get into foreign countries to be able to travel. And I say, look, even if you don't have a trip on the horizon, it's always a good idea to get your passport just to have it, right? Uh, It renews every 10 years, so it's not like you have to go back in every couple years like you do your driver's license and get this thing renewed. But it's a really good idea to have because, you know, you just just never know when the urge is going to strike to travel somewhere internationally or you're... You're going to be on Groupon getaways and see this like incredible deal somewhere and then realize you can't take advantage of it because you don't have a passport, right? That's kind of the worst scenario. So there actually are some super important passport changes for 2017 that I wanted to talk about. Again, if you travel anywhere outside of the United States, I'm talking Mexico, Canada, Caribbean, Europe, Asia, anywhere, you're going to need a passport, right? So for passports for ages 16 and older, it's 110 bucks. And you can actually expedite. So if you know that a trip is upcoming and you're totally panicked about, you know, if the passport is going to arrive in time, I really suggest paying the extra fee to expedite just so that you have it in hand. So it normally takes about like six to eight weeks for you to get your passport or to get a renewal. And the process is pretty easy. You can do it all online. Um, you go somewhere that takes passport photos to get your photo taken. Um, I know FedEx has locations. Um, I think uh, Walmart now has uh, a place where you can take your passport photo, CVS. So there's lots of places where you can go and take a passport photo. And I'll tell you most passport photos like, they're not the best lighting, right? It's not It's not glamour shots. <laughs> it is literally a photo uh, to put on your passport. So don't get totally hung up on, uh, you know, trying to have the best photo. I actually did this a few years ago, and I went to like three different places to have my photo taken in hopes that I would actually enjoy the passport photo. And, you know, needless to say, I didn't like any of them. So I just picked I just picked one. Um, That's probably a girl thing. Probably, guys, you don't even care, right? Do you even look at your passport photo? Probably not, right? Um, So anyway, don't get hung up on that and don't spend extra money that you don't have to. That was total, uh, total money mishap on my part. But actually, passport offices expect a huge surge in passport renewals this year from the 10-year passports of 2007 that are going to expire. They expect a record high of more than 20 million passport applications in the fiscal year 2017. So if your passport is up for renewal this year, or if you're thinking about getting a passport, I highly suggest that you jump on that ASAP. Uh, According to Travel and Leisure, Leisure Magazine, March is actually the busiest time of year to get your passport. Um... And it might take you longer. November is one of the easier months, but again, that's towards the end of 2017. And they also expect that 87 million people need to get their passport renewed this year. 87 million. So 20 million new applications, 87 million to get their passport renewed. That's a lot. Those are actually record high numbers. All right, so here's what you need to know. If you have your passport, 
and it is going to expire this year, right? And you have a trip plan. It's super important that you get your passport renewed within six months of that expiration, right? So if my passport was going to expire in July, let's say, and I'm in January now, I need to get that puppy renewed because there is there are, I should say, a lot of countries that don't allow you in, will not stamp approval on your passport if you're within six months of expiration. The kind of worst thing that could happen is that you, you know, travel to one of these countries, you get off a super long flight, you're already feeling jet lagged and maybe you're a little bit stinky and hungry, and then you're rejected getting into the country just because your passport hasn't expired yet, but it's going to be expired in the near future. So you want to make sure that you really stay on top of that. I'm super conservative and I'm all about doing things early. And this is definitely one thing that you don't want to mess around with that you want to actually have taken care of super, super, super early. So in 2017, they're also introducing something called the Next Generation Passport, which is really interesting. So the new passports will actually have an embedded data chip on the information page, and it's going to be uh, protected by a polycarbonate coating. And this is going to help the passport book from, you know, getting wet and bending um, and all sorts of stuff. So the chip will also keep you know, keep information um, kind of in your passport and help against falsifying identities. So as we're in kind of this culture now, unfortunately, where people are on watch lists and, you know, terrorism is kind of on a high, they're hoping that this new next generation passport with this data chip embedded will help reduce some of that or help, you know, locate people when they need to locate them. Um, yeah, it, it, it's it's a little invasive privacy, right? But I look, I think we are, we've given up on our privacy. I, it doesn't truly exist. If the government or I'm not trying to be a conspiracy theorist here, but you know, if the government or anybody, you know, of high stature wants to snoop on what's going on with you, you know, they can access your computer, they can access your phone. Yes, they usually have to get some sort of um you know, legal legal document to be able to do this, you know, but I'm just I'm just saying that, you know, access to information is not that difficult. And I think we all think that we have this huge kind of protection barrier. And yeah, really, we don't. So this new passport, hopefully will, you know, be a real kind of like, um, uh, innovation in, 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 you know, foreign travel and in tracking people. And I think hopefully the intention is to help, you know, those watch lists and be able to figure out, you know, who's going in and out of countries, how long they're staying in countries. I mean, they ask you this when you, when you travel internationally, you know, I I always hate it. We just, again, recently went on a trip to Stockholm and we went through Germany to get to Stockholm and, you know, you walk up to the window where, you know, the the immigration officers are. And I just, I literally always feel like I'm in trouble. And I am, I was kind of that student who never got in trouble. And I hate being in trouble. I hate conflict. Um, I'm just, I'm all about peace, man. So, you know, we walk up to that window and I just, I like automatically feel like I've done something wrong. And they start asking me all these questions, you know, how long are you going to be there? Where are you traveling from? Is it for work? Is it for pleasure? Where are you staying? Blah, blah, blah. And, 
you know, I, I always get nervous, like, oh my gosh, you know, are they gonna are they gonna find something and deny me? You know, and then they end up just kind of like looking at you sternly and stamping your passport and on you go. But I've been through this, you know, all over the world, and you know, some pass some immigration officers are definitely much nicer and uh, chipper and more fun to to deal with and, and talk to than others. That is for sure. But I understand, look, they're doing they're doing good work. They're trying to keep us all safe. So, you know, I'm not I'm not knocking them. I'm just saying, my God, you know, can we just can we just smile and like grab hands and sing Kumbaya or something, you know? Um, anyway, I'm I'll go on from that. <laughs> so a few other changes that you need to know about. Actually, in November 2016, this past November, they came out with a a ruling that you could no longer wear glasses in your photos, except if you had a doctor's note. So if you are like legally blind, if you take off your glasses, I I really suggest getting a doctor's note so you can leave on, um, you can actually leave on your glasses. And according to Condé Nast, there is actually an app called It's Easy, which allows you to take a selfie as your passport photo. Now, I have talked to several passport photo locations, and they've kind of said, nah, I don't, I, I still don't know if you know the passport office is going to accept selfies. Um, if they do, that'll be awesome because then you can control your lighting and things like that. But I would imagine there's a lot of manipulation that can go on with the photos that they're trying to avoid. So check out It's Easy app if you're thinking about getting a passport this year and, you know, you really just are going to die if you go to CVS or FedEx to have your photo taken. But the point is no glasses. Now, I've also heard that, you know, they're being fairly lenient on this no glasses rule. So sometimes the photos are, you know, rejected and sent back to you and sometimes they're not. But look, if you can see without your glasses and, you know, you can deal with the photo, I would just say take the glasses off and don't risk your application being sent back to you and then you got to go take new photos, et cetera, et cetera. It's a nightmare. Also in 2017, there will be numbers actually on the passport pages so you can tell how many you have left. And this is really key. If you haven't traveled a lot lot internationally, this is not a big deal to you. But if you do travel a lot, some countries won't also accept you if you have less than four pages blank in your passport. And this is super tricky. I traveled to Africa five years ago, and I was like right on the cusp. I think I had six pages uh, blank, and I knew that they were going to put my visa in my passport that was going to take up one page. And, you know, I never really, I didn't think about it until I was at the airport and I was flipping through my passport. And I'm like, oh my gosh, I don't have that many empty pages because what happens a lot of times is, you know, you'll, you'll go through immigration and or customs, I should say, and they'll, they'll, you know, hit the, um, uh, the stamp on your passport, and they'll put it like right smack dab in the middle of a page. Well, there's not a lot of other places for, um, you know, future country visits for them to place on that page. So they'll just flip to a new page. So you end up having all these pages that have like one or two stamps on it. And it's like, my God, if I could just teach you efficiency here, like we could really maximize the system. Anyway, I obviously got through Africa fine, um, fine ish, I will say. I had quite a story coming home from Africa. But um, so it's just a good rule to, you know, look at how many blank pages you have, especially if you're traveling to multiple countries kind of on your visit. Um, 
And so again, 2017 passports will make that a lot easier because you'll actually know how many pages are in there and you could actually count and figure out, uh, you know, how many you have left. There's a lot of questions too about, you know, where do you need a passport? And this is really what caused the surge in passports in 2007, which is causing the bigger surge in 2017 of all the renewals because, you know, they made a rule that you used to be able to travel to Mexico with just your birth certificate. And in 2007, they changed that, right? So to go to Canada, to go to Mexico, to go to the Caribbean, you absolutely have to have a passport. And so that really changed the amount of passports out there um, that were being issued. So, you know, this is just a little kind of a primer. I wanted you to just really understand your passport and really understand the changes and also understand the impact of, you know, renewing your passport well in advance. So I know 110 bucks for some, it's, it's a lot of money for others, you know, maybe it's not so much, but it's, it's worth renewing it far ahead of time so you don't have to pay any expedited fees. You can have your passport in hand. And then, you know, when that awesome stellar travel deer comes up or your friends want to go or, you know, you just get so burnt out at work that you're like, oh, my God, we have to find somewhere to go. You have your passport and you're ready to go. So I'm going to put a lot of links in the show notes as well to some of the things I've talked about. I'm going to put a link to how you actually apply for the passport. So again, you can do almost all of it online. You just have to print off a form that you can fill out online and you have to um, attach your passport photos that you take. So again, you know, try that app. It's easy. I haven't done a whole lot of poking around on that, but um, I do know they've been super leery about, about accepting selfie pictures, just again, because we can manipulate it and we might not have the right angle. And there's, there's a precise kind of um, formula that they have to passport photos. But I, I do agree it would be super nice because um, I just, I loved my fr- first passport photo. I wish I could have hung onto it for my entire life, but unfortunately I had to switch it out. Also, if you get married, um, you know, you're going to need a new passport because you're going to need a name change. And for a while when I got married, I had my passport in my my main name, my driver's license in my married name, my social security card in my married name. And I got totally messed up when I was booking a flight once and I booked it in my married name and not in my maiden name. And so my passport didn't match up and it was just, it was a fiasco. So I don't want that to happen to any of you. So if you are getting married, definitely put renewing your passport on the list. I know it sucks, especially if you just got a passport and now you got to get a new one with a change name. But again, there's so many travel deals out there. I mean, this is the best time to get out and explore. The dollar is uh, super high against so many different currencies. So traveling to Europe, traveling to UK, um, traveling to Canada, traveling to Mexico, there are so many amazing deals out there that I want you to be prepared and ready to take advantage of them. As always, you can follow me on Snapchat at Shauna Game, Instagram at Millennial underscore money, and Twitter at Shauna Game. And here's to happy traveling in 2017.
teachers, administrators, and other school staff play an important role. Education can be a shining light, and it's really the equalizer for everybody. You are making a difference in people's lives, including your students. You can have a really bad day at school and still realize that what you're doing is making a bigger difference. We are the best profession in the world next to doctors, but even a doctor had a teacher. Find what helps at cdcfoundation.org slash how right now.